Hey, welcome back to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. Today's guests are brothers Colin and Riley Nielsen, and they are from Life Decided. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm coming back from fulfilling life's yearnings. I have two special guests here with me today on the show, and I'm really looking forward to talking with both of these guys. I have Colin and Riley Nielsen, and they are from Life Decided. Uh, I found them, you know, I love social media, so I'm on social media all the time, just trying to find new people I can connect with, and just, you know, looking through pictures, I, I believe you guys must have liked my thing, my picture or something first, and then I went to check out your profile, like, oh, these guys are doing something Really cool. Let's see if we can get them on the show. So here they are today. We've got Kala and Riley Nielsen. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you guys doing today? Good morning. We're doing good. Yeah, it's a wonderful morning. <laughs> so you guys are in Utah, and it's 9 o'clock for me, so 7 a.m. for you guys. So appreciate you coming on early. You know, did you guys yeah. see the sun? Did you guys beat the sun up today, or you got up after it? No, it's it's climbing right now. It's climbing right now. So you guys beat it out this morning. That's awesome. So what we're going to do today is I just want to hear you guys talk about, you know, who you are. I know you guys are doing Life Decided. Um, but before we even get to that, what are, you know, you guys' background stories? And also, you guys are brothers. So what, how is that? Um, how did you guys come together to start doing this? And what have your stories been like um, that prompted you to want to do Life Decided? Well, for me, it started uh, about four, I'd say about four years ago. Mm -hmm. So I was in South America doing a uh, church service mission, and I was corresponding with my brother on the internet and everything. And we were just talking about motivation and inspiration every once in a while, and he had been going through a few things and he'll get to that in a minute, but we really connected on that point. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to help people. We wanted to see people grow and that's what I had been doing over in South America. So it was really close to me as well. And it kind of was born there, but nothing ever really came of that um, until I got home mm -hmm. back to, back to Utah. So it was, it was from that, that brought us together, really, to be able to do Life Decided. Um, and prior to that, that service, I had never really wanted, never did anything for myself, you could say, you know. I just kind of went with the flow and did what I thought was I was expected of me mm. or what I needed to do. And so I never really found a calling or what made me happy or, or things that really, really meant anything to me, so... Um, it took going through basically a time of not doing anything for myself to come to know that I want others to get through that, to do stuff that make them happy. So 
which brought me to that that service mission in South America, and it just all came together after playing through the the nothingness, you could say. Okay, what what was it that you were feeling, Riley, when you were saying, you know, I want to to do something more? Because a lot of times we will say this and we'll we'll have that conversation with ourselves where it's like. Mm, maybe I want to do something better or we get those moments where it's like, maybe I should like start, you know, looking to do something more. But what was it that, that moment that was like, yeah, let's actually act on it as opposed to just keeping all these thoughts up there. That's a, that's an awesome question. It was, it was taking, it was, it had to, I came to the point to where I was sick of not doing anything for myself. Okay. It was just more of a, all right, I can't just sit here anymore. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And, I think it, I think it ultimately usually comes down to that, that moment where it's scarier to not do anything rather than do yeah. something that's scary. Right. So it was, it was the, the, it was more disruptive to stay where you were than it was to move forward type of thing. Yeah. Okay. And awesome. It, and, it, and it took moving forward to realize that this is good. I want to do this, you know? Right. Instead of just sitting there like, yeah, that would be cool, you know, and just sitting there. But mm-hmm. moving, acting, doing something is the first step into realizing it, really. You can't okay. do anything unless you're moving. Exactly. So, Riley, you were talking with Colin while you were, you know, on your mission trips. And, and, and Colin, you were back in Utah at the time? Yeah. Okay. And, and what, what is your story? And then, and then we'll bring those together and talk about, you know, what Life Decided is. All right, yeah. So my story, my story is a little bit goes back a little bit farther. I I was when I was fifteen, I had my my first son. Okay. And uh, needless to say, that was a bit of a <clears throat> life changing experience in and of itself. Definitely. And uh, um, you mentioned you watched my video. I kind of talk about that and mm-hmm. how as awesome as it was, it may have uh, been been the start starting line for my spiral in the wrong direction mm. and uh, and I, not to take away anything from having my son and getting married and all that that was wonderful but uh it it, it kind of fast-tracked me in the in the mediocre and i just kind of did what everybody told me to do because i was 15 and i had a kid and i was getting married and i didn't know what to do right <laughs> <laughs> so uh and and you know that's kind of how it is for anyway, any, or that's kind of how it is for everybody, right? Everybody just kind of does what they're told to nowadays, which is unfortunate. I I think that, you know, when people go to college and stuff, they get to kind of explore what they like and stuff. But I still feel like for the most part, people, you know, follow the social design and, uh, like I said, I didn't really get to explore it much. I I was fast tracked into the into the just doing what you're supposed to, so that you know you could live. <clears throat> Anyways, I started getting really really depressed and finding out that I really didn't like the way life was so so designed, and it just didn't feel right. So I started exploring things and figuring things out. And it started with study. Okay. Lots and lots of study. And uh, I still couldn't I couldn't figure out what it was I was supposed to do. And that was weighing on me way heavy. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just, 
I guess the first thing I realized is that I can't go on forever mm-hmm. doing it like this. And, you know, like I said, my family's great, but I really wanted to make it greater for them and me. Because I wasn't being the best dad and the best husband I could be, being all bummed out all the time. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I it started with research and learning and all that jazz, which normally growing up, it wasn't my thing. I didn't like, I didn't like reading growing up. <laughs> right, who does, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, even even as I got old, in my you know twenties, mid twenties, I was like reading. You know, I'll, I'll, sometimes I would listen to a book, but it wasn't like a, it was like a, a fiction book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, then I, uh, found, uh, business books and that really, I really connected with business and marketing. Okay. And the business and marketing kind of, uh, go hand in hand with personal development and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So that led me into that, which was really exciting to me. And, uh, I mean, that's the secret, right? Mm -hmm. Poking around until you find something that, that feels right. And, uh, yeah, so personal development really started, you know, feeling right. And then I, it really amped up the, the passion I had for it when people started asking me, you know, where are you learning this stuff? What, it seems to be really working. You seem so much happier and things are great. And then I would explain it to them and they would be like, oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Explaining it to them and, <laughs> and watching them light up and then seeing the, seeing it feel good on somebody else's face. So that's where uh, I found my passion. But still, it, it took, it took uh, communicating and talking it out with my brother over email, which is surprising because email is very uh, <laughs> unpersonal. Right. Yeah, but, I want, go ahead. Yeah, I want to ask about that too because how far apart are you guys in age? Seven years. Okay, and who's oldest? Hey. Colin. Okay, so you're oldest, and what was that? What was that like? You know, opening up to you know your brother about you know. You know, really vulnerable things, and 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 being able to say, "Oh, I can trust him with this," and and have him not, you know, look at me in in a different way than you know than what I was used to. How did how did you guys start forming this completely different relationship to to move forward with um with life decided? Oh, that's a that's a good question, especially <laughs> because I didn't really think about it until you said it. <laughs> no, and well. I I take that back. I did think about it a lot mm-hmm. because, but I just never really took looked at it from the outside like you just did. <laughs> I, uh, because Riley and I weren't that close growing up. Okay. Especially because I left when I was fifteen mm-hmm. and uh, started my family. I have three kids now. Oh, congratulations! I'm, oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I've been married for fifteen years. It was weird. Uh, so, from my perspective. It was weird seeing him be that way with me because mm-hmm. we weren't close really growing up. Um, so when he when he started talking to me vulnerably and opening up to me and stuff like that, it was I don't really know what to feel like. I'm like I'm the younger brother. He shouldn't do this. <laughs> right. right? What's he doing? I don't like this. Plus, I just wasn't an open person anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it just took some time and then it it flowed really. It just 
it was probably easier because of the email aspect because mm-hmm. you can sit back and write and so that probably point. gave it a good a good start because I could only email once a week and I had about an hour a week. Okay. So it was very limited, so it was it worked out so he could eventually it it birthed a, a, a relationship between us that we never had. Oh, yeah, I think Go ahead. So, I I was going to say I think I think that I think he's dead on with the with email being a little easier to express yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah, instead of face to face, but I think another thing that helped it out, helped it kind of blossom is the the fact that we were both going through a serious growth, um, a spiritual and mental growth spurt mm-hmm. at the same time. And it, and it just kind of co-aligned with each other and it just, it just meshed, man. <laughs> that's, that's awesome to hear. That's awesome. So you guys are doing, you know, doing the email, connecting back and forth. You know, Riley said it was about an hour, you said an hour once a week. That you had yeah. time to sit down and actually do that, and the relationship grew from there. And as I'm talking, I'm looking at Riley. He's wearing his life decided cap on. So, and so you guys come together, and Colin has on the LD life decided T-shirt. That's awesome. So you guys are coming together. And when did you guys have that discussion? Uh, when you were, you know, meshing with this personal growth journey, and said like, let's actually sit down and you know, make this a business and, and make it something that can, you know, help other people. Cause I saw on, on your website that you're going through this journey and, and you're teaching it as, as you're learning it and, and trying to find that if you, that code, if you will, that can have, you know, happiness and, and, and well-being for everyone else. So it kind of reminds me of, I'm sure you guys have read Think and Grow Rich. And it kind of reminds me of when Napoleon Hill was talking with uh, Carnegie and he's saying, you know what, you got to teach this stuff as you're learning it because who's going to want to follow you if yeah. if you're not putting putting it uh, in action in your own life? So that, that reminded me of what you guys were doing. And so what what was it that you guys were saying that let's put something down on paper and, and go out and try to help other people, you know, get the best out of their lives? Yeah, it's funny you say that because – that was one of our initial thoughts is mm-hmm. that we're, we're learning it. And so we kind of have this unbiased, uh, view on the situation. And, uh, I, we were kind of, you know, that was one of the first things we talked about is that that would give us an upper hand in connecting with people because it's kind of hard to connect with people if you've already reached certain levels and, uh, which, which is, is which is fine. It's just, it's hard to, step back once you've reached a certain level and, and and remember your feelings and the way you were, what you were going through in your head. And, uh, we were thinking that, you know, that would give us an upper hand as far as connecting with people because we're living it. Oh man, dude, I feel like that's so spot on. Cause like, that's why I wanted to do the podcast and, and hear other people like you guys who, like you said, not necessarily so far removed that you're having to like spend a lot of time thinking about what you were like when you were going through the stuff, but it's like right now when it's still so fresh. So this is what I love about that. I'm glad you said that. So you were you're you're going through the stuff, right? And 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 you put life decided together. What what actually is um life decided and and what have you guys made it your mission to to do and go out and teach other people? Good question. Um, life decided 
many things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can categorize it however you want. But one way we like to put it is it's a progressive happening. So it's not, okay, your life's decided and you're good to go. It's a moment that carries on. So once you decide that you want to be happy, that you want to be successful, that you want to um, anything, <laughs> be great, that right. you want to do that, it's that realization or that moment when you say, all right, let's do it, and then you do it, right? Mm-hmm. But doing it isn't a day, isn't a week. It's probably going to be a lifetime, right? So that, that happening keeps going. That one moment carries on. It perpetuates throughout you know, time. So it helps you grow. So it's it's not like something we're just going to have and give to people and say, okay, you're good to go. You know, it's a connection that carries on. So it's a relationship of 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 you and success or you and happiness or you and being, you know, a better painter, whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing it because that's what you chose and that's what you decided to do in your heart. So in reality, it's just you know, decisions. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Now I was going to say, I love that hearing it. So yeah, go ahead and say what you were going to say. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was just going to stack on top of that, that, and it's kind of the reason we went with the, with the name life decided because, and this goes back to living it again, realizing that all the, and I'm telling you right now, I've been through a lot of courses. I've read a lot of books and they're all great. They're wonderful, and some of them are really life-changing, but only if you're willing. You know, if you don't believe you can do it, you're never going to do it. Even no matter, no matter, you could take a course a day for the rest of your life, and nothing's going to ever help you if you don't believe you can do it. And uh, so it's, we believe the very first step to any type of growth, success, achievement, whatever you want to call it, starts with that decision in your heart. So we want to, we want, we want to, we kind of want to inspire people to just like step back from their life and think to themselves, like, what, if I was acting at my highest potential, what would I be doing right now? Mm. What would I be doing on a daily basis? And, and then make that decision to commit to that. And like I said, ultimately you can't really get anywhere unless you decide in your heart, to commit to that because it, it is, it isn't easy. It's not like you can just read a book or take a, go to a seminar or take a self personal development course and you're good to go. Cause so many people go and they're motivated for a week or less, but then that's it. And that's, that's funny. You said it cause I, I read your article on the blog on your uh, website. I was talking about, um, motivation and and you're saying you know you have to get to a point where you don't have any motivation and and you still get up and and do those things regardless so can you can you address that too like what what is a point of motivation and 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 why do you sometimes need to be without it in order to grow oh that's good i uh motivation's a funny thing i don't know if you've heard the saying before that motivation's like a shower Mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta it, it i mean you, you get dirty again you gotta shower again it's it's something that you gotta constantly be actively bringing into your life but it's also not something that you can be doing necessarily 
on a consistent basis because there are ways to make it consistent, but then it becomes, you know, mundane and boring. Right. It doesn't motivate you if it's not necessarily new every day. So we got to teach ourselves to build growth habits into our life so that when it does get hard, you know, you're not having to talk yourself into it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of growth comes with a lot of decision making on a daily basis. And it comes with a lot of, you know, it, it has some wear and tear on you and, and that's good for you, but it can be hard on you. And, uh, so habitualizing as many things as you can makes it a lot easier if that makes sense. So what do you mean by that? Someone's listening in. They're saying, how do I, how do I begin to, or even talk about or even begin to start doing what we're Riley and Kyle are suggesting. I I don't know, you know, what I want to do. And and now even once I begin to figure out what it is, then how do I begin to progress forward? Is there something I should be doing, you know, on a daily basis when I get up? You know, what how do I start living out, you know, once you say I made that decision to do X, what does that process look like? Or how do you guys help uh, or your best piece of advice to get someone to, to start taking action in their life? I'll, I'll answer that. A part of that just mm-hmm. from a personal standpoint, I, uh, <clears throat> I'll connect the motivation and that right now. Okay. Um, so when I was in South America doing that service that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. there were times when, so it was pretty, the schedule was very rigorous and very structured and it, it had, you know, you get up at 6.30, you, you do your, you know, do a few things, then you're out until 9.30, 10.30 at night and you right. do that every day, right? And there are times when you, you don't want to do things, but you get up and do them anyway, regardless. Mm-hmm. So that for me was the best motivation was doing the things at the time I didn't want to, to do. Um, I saw the some wonderful things out of those moments when I was mo- least motivated. Okay. I still did it. And then I built myself up in the moment saying, wow, this, this was a good idea. I'm glad I did this. Right. I'm glad I want, I did this. So now as far as kind of stuck in that limbo, what do I want to do? Where am I? I kind of like this. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It takes, like we talk about starting with little decisions, like don't make these Don't think about these huge, giant decisions all at once. Start with something little and just make little decisions along the way um, and stick to them just quickly. Just like even as far as, all right, I'm going to eat this and eat it. And then I'm going to wear this and wear it. And you just don't even think about it. You know, you just start with these little decisions and get into the pattern of making a decision, stick to it and living with whatever is the outcome. And so as someone that doesn't know what they want to do, for me, the best thing was the the instincts that I followed, like, what am I good at? What do I like? And pursuing that immediately without even just like, oh, well, I could do this because I'm kind of good at that. But then I also like this, but that has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just if you keep going on that, you're going down a rabbit hole for a while and you're not going to come out. So it's these just quick because, you know, not going too deep, but we know we have like gifts and talents and wonderful things that we've been given, you know, when we were born, right? Mm -hmm. It's those things that'll, that we have that are going to make us, you know, happy. So if we just connect with those, connect with ourselves real quick and I'm I'm making it kind of seem super easy, 
but um, no, it's, it's work. Oh, definitely, it's work. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just kind of that's how I would put it. That's how it was best working for me. Okay, I got it. And, yeah. And when you guys are, you know, with life decided, um, just to talk a little bit more about what it is that you guys are doing is. What are the as the the aspects of a uh, life decided? I know you have the blog, and then you know I saw that people could connect with you, and then there was also something I saw about uh, you guys are decision coaches. Are you you know working with people right now to to help them uh, or guide them to the the next part of their life? And, and and what is that you know that that process look like? So we. We uh, yeah we have a couple of different platforms that we share our message through. Mm-hmm. You know, as you could probably tell, Instagram's our main one. Oh yeah. Um, uh, we have big plans to uh, obviously ramp up and become a lot bigger. But as far as our uh, helping people, we don't we don't coach people on a form- formal basis yet. Uh, we do face to face, but not as life decided people. Okay. We do it as friends and family type of deal, and uh, that's because, like we were talking about before, we're we're still in the beginning and we're we're still formulating uh, this the blueprint, so to speak, right? For for creating this decisive life that ultimately leads to happiness, and we don't like to uh, fall into the the pool of you know success coaches because they seem to be about helping you find just the right career that's going to make you successful, Mm. uh, which is definitely a part of life decided, but it's a little bit deeper than that for us because we, we appreciate the truest form of success, which is happiness ultimately. Right. Right. Uh, success doesn't necessarily mean money. It means you're happy and it means that what you're doing is fulfilling and you feel right about it and life is good. And that's, and that's where we want to get people because if life's good, you can go anywhere from there. You mm-hmm. could become any, any type of successful you want, whether it's rich, happy, whatever, whatever kind of success you want. We try and build the foundation for that. And, uh, over the last couple of years, <clears throat> excuse me, we've, uh, we've come up with some pretty interesting stuff that I think. I think that we we are going to make make a dent here okay. and hopefully hopefully help people because like we were saying it starts with that decision and then, and it's it's a forever decision it's you know it's not like it's just you decide and then you you work at it but I mean it's more than that you you're finding yourself in the process and then you're perfecting yourself and yeah that's more or less it. <laughs> what's what's been the struggle with with building life decided? Because I'm 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 in that stage too where you know wanting and you know working towards building a platform and, and being able to communicate that message uh, and the different things that I am doing. What has been the struggle for you guys uh, so far with life decided? Just because it's still in its infancy and 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 knowing how much time to you know to put on you know, working on in your business and then also, you know, working on your business. How did you guys figure out the, the, you know, the balance to, to get that going? That's a, that's an awesome question. That's, it's funny you ask that because we've been going through these little hiccups lately because, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm still in college, right? Okay. So 
So I'm, I work full time. I'm in college full time. And at the moment I'm planning to get married in August. So at the moment I am all the time that I have is kind of used up. Right. 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 So my, not only priorities are a little bit skewed right now and my, my time it for me has just been dedicating and making time, um, as much as I can for it, which is the little time I have, I try and do the best. So it's been hard right now, actually allocating the time correctly and making it a, a huge importance that it should be with all the priorities, you know? So that's been one thing that I've been personally dealing with. And, uh, it just takes some trial and error with that for sure to right. relax. You know, this is what I got to do. So when you're when you're in it though, when you when you know you're dividing up your time, and congratulations on on getting married soon. That's awesome, man. And and when you're breaking up, you know when you when you are working on life, this side of though, what like what are your like what are you focusing on? Because I know I'm looking at your Instagram. You guys have you know, almost like nine thousand you know, fans and followers on there, you know, are you doing the social media aspect or, or what is your role so far? Where do you like to focus on? I like to, I like to write a lot of the blogs. Mm -hmm. I did a a few of those and he's on, he he does that, the blog content, a lot of it. Okay. That's what I like to do. And I'm kind of a, you could say part time. I'm kind of in the background right now, trying my best to Really try and get in there as much as I can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we and we, we set that we that's a pre decided thing. We knew that that was gonna be that way with him going to work and school and getting married and all that. It's and it is tough. It really is. We've had like you said, a couple of hiccups where, you know, we, we get we get in the grid of it and we lose sight of the over the end goal. And uh you know it's it is important to keep that end end goal in mind and uh and you know they talk about that a lot and think you go rich like you said um <clears throat> so but as far as allotting our time we just and we are working on like uh, working on that like you said but it's basically about setting a specific time and not clouding the rest or watering down the rest of our day with with life decided you know okay. does that make sense oh yeah so I feel like if we, and like I said, we're working on this right now. I feel like if we were to, when we, when we set a specific time that we hyper-focus on it, we get a lot more done than if we, you know, kind of casually chat about it here and there throughout the week. And uh, I, I mean, it, it sounds counterintuitive because we have all week to chat about it as opposed to, you know, an hour of sitting down and really busting it out. And it, it the hyper-focus aspect is, it, it's amazing how, how capable we are as humans when we actually hyper-focus on something. You can get a lot more done in an hour than you can in a whole week of uh, casual focus. And uh, I think that we're right now, we're buttoning down, making it a habit. Mm-hmm. So that it's not like we have to plan it out every week. It's just like this day, this time, keep your mind off of everything else and just hyper focus this baby till it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I love hearing that. And you know, when you go for that, that hyper focus hour and, and I've been seeing that a lot. The reason why I asked this question is because I'm listening to on Audible um uh the E Myth Revisited. 
Oh, <laughs> so I'm listening to that right now, and he was talking about you know working on, yeah, working on your business or in your business, and and just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts about that too. But when you're when you're hyper focused on this hour, you know, and you say you have the the end objective in mind, and you're keeping that, you know, keeping that at the forefront as much as possible. What what are these little things that that you guys are doing? So say like you were going to meet up. Um, for an hour today or whatever, what what objectives would you guys be trying to to reach? Is it mainly about what ideas we can come up with, or or you say you know let's write a, another blog post real quick and put that out on the website? Well, that that's the beauty of today, right? We have mm-hmm. technology that uh, makes a lot of our work easy to do on our own. Mm-hmm. He can just sit down and bust out an article one night whenever he's got time. Right. Same with me. Uh, the things that we need to be face to face on are things like uh, that blueprint that we were talking about, where mm-hmm. we're where we're designing this course or this plan for people, real people, to change their life, which is the goal, right? We want to really, truly change people f- for the better. And well, not okay. I'm using the wrong word. I don't want to say the word change. I want to help them. We want to help them. Not change, but just go back to who they were supposed to be. Mm. That makes sense. It makes sense because today we it feels like everybody needs permission. You know what I mean? Like everybody needs their hand held. They they they're not gonna they're not gonna take any risks or do anything special because nobody said it was okay. Nobody's nobody's saying yeah do that. Everybody's like no do this. This is what everybody else does. So everybody's scared, and then we built this stonewall ego that scares scares the crap out of us so we don't dare to uh, contest it and uh, uh where was i going with this oh the the so when we get together we're trying to design a way to get out of that and escape basically create a catalyst to escape the mediocre and uh we uh most of the time when we get together right now it's it's the coursework. We're designing our courses and we're planning to do a seminar here locally in uh, June. So uh, we're putting together content for that. That's sweet. And can you guys t- talk a little bit about the, the blueprint? What are some some insights that that you guys are figuring out along the way that that no one else is, is thinking about that kind of helps you? um you know, make life decided unique to the point where since you guys are still along this path as you're going, you have that, that whole different perspective of it. What are some of those things that you're like, you know what, this is exactly what our blueprint needs or is it, um, or is it you guys just taking a little bit more of the info, the info you've already read and just kind of uh, repurposing it? I'll take this one. That's a, that's an awesome question. So, when it was a few weeks ago, maybe about a month or so, mm-hmm. we were we had a major breakthrough. Yeah, <laughs> and amidst our uh, random little being sidetracked, his brothers kind of talking, we were go right. back to real quick hyper focus. <laughs> and uh, we, we also have ADHD, so <laughs> so we get a little sidetracked. We're, we're we're working on that too. Um, we were we were sitting there in our office and. Uh, <laughs> it, 
by office I mean his house. <laughs> and uh we we're just we were talking about how I don't know what led to it, we but were, we were talking about psychocybernetics and self image. Yeah. Okay. There's a book called Psychocybernetics and we we're just talking about the self image and, and we we're we we're going through this little you know, we're going on a trail and we came up with um you know, obviously it's life decided, so you're coming up with a cool structure for our course, and we we decided with the the 4D. You know, we want to live the 4D principle instead of 3D. 3D. Obviously, we're in a three dimensional realm or mm-hmm. a three dimensional world. We want to live outside that and be in four dimensions, so we can be outside of the box and be outside of conformity and what everyone else does. And that's where the most potential is because there's you're not stuck in the three dimensions. You're in 4D, right? Right. So we came up with, with the 4D principle to live outside that that mold that everyone else lives in, right? So that's going to be the main focus and the main structure of the course um, for the 4D principle. Yeah, the 4Ds are decide, develop, deliver, and uh, dis- or discover, deliver. Mm. So you got decide, develop, develop, discover, deliver, or vice versa. Deliver, develop. Yeah. Okay. Decide, discover, deliver, develop. I guess. See, we're still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's awesome. It, it, see, that's what I like about this because because you guys are still you know putting it together and and and, and formulating how it's going to work out. So that's cool to hear um, that you've been able to figure out you know. Four four areas that it goes into, and and with this four dimension of uh, being in four dimension with the four Ds, you're saying that when you apply these these principles, these guiding principles on your life, then that's when that's what helps you get through those breakthroughs and get to the other side of um, you know, like like you were saying, Colin, get back to you know who you were. Before you let everything else kind of uh, influence you in, in, in the settling or being af- afraid or, or whatever might come up yeah. in your day to day life. That's awesome. And I just want to ask you guys too uh, as a social media person, you guys are, you know, I'm following you guys on there and you guys have an awesome, you know, following. What, what are your three tips for Instagram or top tips for Instagram to help you make it such a useful platform for you guys? Oh yeah, Instagram was great. We we made a very conscious and deliberate decision in the beginning to mm. to uh, to build off of Instagram, and the reason being is to, uh, the world of personal development. We don't like to use that word just because it's kind of tainted these days, right? By, by quote unquote gurus, <laughs> and uh, we didn't want to we didn't want to fall into that on accident, so. The beauty of Instagram is you can get your message across without people's walls up, right? Because there is no way to sell sell really on Instagram. I mean, you could put a backlink into your bio, but really it's just pure content and you're just creating and if people like it, they follow you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, you can give your message without it being A, salesy and B, their wall isn't up. So they're will so they're able and willing to look at it without this bias of okay what's he gonna sell me you know right, what I mean right because I feel like even even me when I'm looking at stuff and and I've, I'm I'm beyond that point now I understand that even though they're selling me stuff there's great content to 
helped me grow. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the beginning, you're you're like, okay, where's the sales part? Right. So, like I said, Instagram's great for that. It, you can get that message across without people feeling like you're trying to get, you know, trying to, you know, screw them more or less. <laughs> but uh, uh, Instagram, it took a long time to figure it out. It, it, it and especially because it's it's getting so big now, it's hard to stand out in the crowd. And uh, I think with this Instagram, the the number one thing is good content, mm-hmm. right? I see a lot of a lot of accounts that I can see that they have intent to share a really good message or really good content that's really good, but they're doing it in a way that kind of looks half-assed. You okay. know what I mean? Right. Whether whether they're just taking somebody else's uh, picture and posting it and say, "Oh, this was a good one. This helped me." Mm-hmm. You know, that's great. But genuine from the heart content that that people can relate to it, it it's done a wonders for uh, our Instagram page um consistency is king mm. on Instagram well probably i think that that's across the board with all social media consistency is king and uh because you know people like we said motivation they lose it and then they don't really feel it anymore you right. got to to engage that feeling on a consistent basis so that they keep remembering what it was you did for them. You know what I mean? What it what the value that you, your content brought. And so that's why consistency is important. And then, uh, I would say the third thing with Instagram is knowing who your target audience is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, you can spend a couple hundred bucks and buy, you know, a couple hundred thousand followers, but they're, totally worthless they're most of them are probably fake followers and then the other ones don't care about your content right so we we like to do highly targeted stuff because we're not trying to help cynical people who are just gonna break it down and i mean we want to but at the same time we can't be bringing that in and you know bogging down the other people who want to progress does that make sense oh definitely makes a lot of sense yeah i'm just going through some of the pictures and it says it's hard to hear someone while you're talking and you guys so i'm looking at you guys have the the ld logo on there and then you put down the life decided instagram and it says colin nielsen ld original so is that what you mean when you're talking about the not half-assing it always making a consistent uh picture that you're putting up that's identified with life decided and then having a quote on there that then you guys also do uh, like a message with the with the posting it, so you, you're saying you're staying consistent with that. So that's so that's cool to see. And because people are always looking and they're like, oh, how do you get the followers? What what was that moment where I know it takes a while to get you know that many? What was that that build up and and what does it feel like for you guys to have such you know such support? You know because. Because then they could go somewhere else to have that kind of support on there. And then what has been the feedback from from the people who are, um, you know, taking in your content and and really connecting and bobbing with it? That's been the best part, really, is is uh, the positive feedback, the mm-hmm. connection that I get with people that that people get with us and that we get with them. It that's really that for us. That's uh, I mean, at least for me, it. That's what 
makes uh, the hard stuff easy. Right. And uh, we we have gotten a few messages where people are like, your page literally changed my life. That's incredible. And that's exciting because we haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. <laughs> right. And right. that that's super exciting. I, I and I mean we get a lot of comments, a lot of great comments, but it's it's the private messages that really, you know, fuel my fire and touch my heart. Mm, I love that. <clears throat> and if you were, you know, talking with someone right now and you had to give them one, you know, article or blog post on your blog, what what would you have them go read first? <clears throat> Oh man! <laughs> For me, I, it, I I would uh that's kind of a hard question because mm-hmm. I, I would make it specific to that person, right? Um, because the art blog posts are so the ranges, it's really a bit large, you know. The but one of my favorite ones, um. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Just while he's thinking, I was going to say, I think that it's important to, like we said, the first step is deciding. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think any of our content that is geared towards creating a more decisive life would be be the first place to start. Oh, I like that answer. But, But starting, okay, so decision is probably the second part. The first part is starting. Right. So... Get on your computer and go look up <laughs> stuff that's going to help you out, you know? Yeah. Whether it's our content or somebody else that knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Just start. Start looking around, poking around, and feeling what feels good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you'll be reading some stuff. You might start reading an article and be like, eh, I'm not feeling it. Check out another one. Eh, I'm not feeling it. Check out another one. And then you just, all of a sudden, you're halfway through this article and you're connecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I would, you know, it's, it's a bit, that's the problem with, with this is it's not, it's not necessarily step A, B and C, like a lot of people act like it is. It's, it is once you can create a structure based on your own life, right? Right. But this, the initial steps are kind of like a shotgun blast, you know, it's just like, pa, it's out there and you just. What you hit is what you pursue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how you find it, I think. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything else. That was good. <laughs> but no, I like, I like what you were saying there because that that's all I wanted to ask was just to, to see what you guys would say to that because it's kind of like I, I just finished writing writing my first book for uh, fulfilling life's yearnings and, and that was one of the main oh, keys that I talked about. Thank you. The one of the main keys I talked about is Colin. What you were just saying, how there's there aren't really like you know, steps or, you know, some other name guru wants to give you like a list of steps. Hey, you have to do this all the way down to 10. And, and what, what I found what ends up happening is that you try to live your life according to whatever said person said was the best way that worked for them. And then that kind of gets you stuck. Cause then now not only were you feeling stuck in your own life because you're having to ask people for, I guess, quote unquote, ask people for, for permission in your normal life, but now you're having to depend on what said person is saying, like, yeah, you got to do this. No, you can't do that. So I was like, that doesn't make sense to me for, for you to live your life in, in that manner. So I just kind of gave like what you guys are doing, gave out guiding principles. Oh, we're losing you. Uh Oh, still there. 
Oh, there you guys are. I'll turn. I'm gonna turn this video part off. Uh, with the um, guiding, you know, I, I put guiding principles together that made it easier to follow. So I like that you guys are talking about the same thing as far as um the the content that you're doing, and then with life decided, and you guys said you have a a very specific um target audience in mind. How how do you come up with the articles? Um, I know Riley, you write some of those, and Colin, you do as well. Are, who are you thinking about when when you're putting together these uh, blog posts? That's a good question. Um, two things that I mainly focus on. Um, a lot of my articles, I have one person in mind mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of that may need help. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm working with someone, or if they're asking me for advice, or if they're you know saying, oh man, I'm having a hard time with this. I think of them and I say, right, I'm going to write an article about that. And you know, that'll be for you. But there are so many people going through the same or similar situations, right? Yeah. It's all about repurposing your content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I think about is things I've been through and things that have struggled, that I've struggled with. And I write about those things and how I'm in the midst of them or overcame or overcoming them or ways I think that that would work. Um, because I know, um, you know, the more personal I can be, the best people can relate. Got it. No, I, I that, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I'm in that same boat. Now I I'm in the process of whenever Something happens, whether it's a good thing, a bad thing, or horrible. Uh, get, I've gotten into the habit of writing it down and and just putting it out there because I feel like, you know, it it might help someone. You know, it just to put it out there, and then I don't feel so burdened with the idea that like something bad happened. So I just put out, you know, the content and and hope that you know maybe somebody will read it and it will help them get through. Whatever, and sometimes you know I really don't know, but it's just one of those things that I just just like to share that idea. Is that kind of the same for you guys as well? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. My last my last article, I, I think it was about uh, it was about uh, be yeah good at some, bad at others. Right. Uh, that was a that was kind of a a sit down, not know what I'm doing, start writing kind of situation because of the feel, things I was thinking about. And I think that content needs to be that way always. Uh, planned out content is great for your day, but real content needs to be written when you're having the, the feelings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's important to plan out your day and have you know a schedule and all that. But I think that content that people can relate to and, and passionate content comes from it, you know, if it's two in the morning, you got to get up, you got to write it, you know, you got to write it down at least so that you can uh, format it later. But I think that, I think that was, you were on the money there when you said that, you know, you, you have to, or that you write down your feelings as they're happening. I think that's uh, going to do, do some people some good. Yeah. Definitely. So I want to switch it up here real quick as we're as we're getting ready to uh, wind down. And, and Riley and Colin, thank you so much for for you know spending this hour with me. It 
it's really I, see that's the thing I love about social media how you can just find people who you know who you can vibe with because you you're appreciating and and loving the content and material that someone is putting out so so thank you for for coming on I do want to ask as well when you guys aren't doing you know life decided or um you know working or going to school raising your family what do you guys like to do for fun right now hmm. That's a good question. Oh, uh, honestly, life decided is fun. It's way fun. Oh yeah. Uh, but I mean, my, my, I just hang out with my family really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's, uh, right. Yeah. I, I like to read and write a lot. Okay. I can, you know, personally, like do personal reading and when I'm not doing homework or, or whatever, and but anything I, I read or or do usually relates to life decided, whether it be in the back of my mind or consciously. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I do like sports. I like to go to the gym, and in the summers I like to skateboard a lot. Okay. Uh, and you know, I used to, I like to draw every once in a while when I can. Just a, a few little things here and there I like to do. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I asked that too because I'm I'm in that same boat. You know. Even like I like how like you said, even when you're not doing, you know, life decided or specifically focusing on it, it's it's still a part of your life. It's become kind of like you know who you guys are now, and and you guys want to make sure that that everything kind of goes towards you know making life decided better. Or even when you're not working on it, you're coming up with ideas for it. So that's the same with me. I, I almost feel like an artist, I guess. When well. And I'm like trying to write things or come up with something, or I might write down a note on my phone that I, I come back to later. I'm like, oh yeah, let's 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 go somewhere with that thought and and, and see where it takes me. Yeah, I Riley and I talked about this because you know ever since we started this, people are constantly asking us, what is it, or what do you what what do you what are you guys? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, the word we we don't like to use the word. Uh, well, I mean, I don't mind the word entrepreneur or, or I like the word artist, but we like to call ourselves creators. Mm. And, uh, I think that's, you know, ultimately what we be, what we're, we're becoming and what we do on a daily basis, because everything we do, we try and relate or, or find a way to create some kind of value for someone or for ourselves, whether that, we do that through life decided or personal life. I love it. So that I want to ask this last question too. And for both of you, uh, you guys have life decided, but if someone, if I want to ask you, what would your uh, individual definitions of fulfilling life's yearnings be? Ooh, I'll go first. You, you can go first. Okay. Fulfilling life's yearnings. I love that, by the way. Good job on that. Oh, That's... thank you. <clears throat> because, uh, you know, fulfilling life's yearnings, that's what it's all about, right? It's its its finding that yearning, first of all, because I say this all the time, external design has stifled it to the point where we're numb to the yearning inside. When in reality... Uh, the only permission we need, we've already received from our higher power to, you know, fulfill your 
your heart's desires and dreams. Mm. And, uh, I, I think that's, yeah, you gotta, you gotta find it first. You, I mean, un- uncover it first and then, uh, you know, work on it constantly because the more you work on it, the more you'll be able to define it. Yeah. And for me, fulfilling life's yearnings is choosing life over the stories you want life to tell about you. Ooh. Dang, we got to write that down. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I love that's that. That's how I put it. <laughs> Say it one more time. Choosing life over the stories you want life to tell about you. Ooh. Choosing life over the stories you want life to tell about you. Hashtag life decided. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Man, you guys have been awesome guests to have on. And honestly, I am really excited to see what you guys are going to do next. Because I think it's almost, it's a rarity, I feel like, to 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 have two people, let alone, you know, brothers working together on on something that it, seems, it sounds like really connected you guys and brought you closer. And it's giving you like this new this new purpose to, to move towards. So I, I just, I, I just want to condone you guys for, for, you know, being vulnerable enough to, to do that with one another and, and to also develop this, this kind of different relationship that not many, um, you know, people who are related can have with each other. So I think that's just awesome. And I, I really do, um, Look forward to reading more of your, you know, your articles and and hearing what else you guys put out, and, and looking forward to that that four D, the four dimensions of of, of living life better uh, with life decided. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Absolutely. So that was Riley and Colin Nielsen. They are from Life Decided. They're not entrepreneurs; they're creators. Yes, sir. And we'll have more coming from them soon. And then, how can we um? Check out what you guys are doing. Where where should we send the people to go to? Honestly, everything we do will be communicated through life or uh, Instagram, uh, and uh, in our website. Awesome. So their Instagram is Life Decided, and I'll put all these things up on you know all of my social media postings. So in their website is also lifedecided.com. So that's it for today's episode. I'm Blake Soule. Thanks for joining us on Fulfilling Life's Yearnings, where we speak with people from all over the world who are going out and stirring up and creating social change. So I love it. Thanks again, you guys. Stick with me right before the show is over. I want to talk to you guys afterwards for a little bit as well. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Absolutely.